0: Whatever you're doing to keep Delta Securities, take a breath, I need you to listen to what I have to say. Oh, I'm done listening to you. You wanna manage this firm into the ground? You go right ahead. But when your bullshit puts one of my biggest clients on the block, that's when I'm done playing good soldier. Listen to me. Bratton's not just coming after our clients. They're trying to divide and conquer. What are you, Caesar now? This isn't the Roman Empire. Look, I don't care what it is. You think it's a coincidence they're forcing you to close on one of your clients while suing one of mine for patent infringement? You're saying I can't keep my own clients? Lewis, all he's saying is you should switch clients and play to your strengths. Pass. Look, I get it. You don't want Harvey's help because you're mad at him, but the least you can do is go to Alex. He came from Bratton. He knows their playbook. I don't need their playbook, Donna, and he's the reason they're coming after us in the first place. Okay, Lewis. You do it your way, but you better be good and ready because Bratton knew enough to come after a client you almost lost a year ago and to sue mine for something I don't know anything about, which means they've got someone inside this place telling them what to do. Suits season seven, episode four is over. If you're ready to hear us talk about divide and conquer, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sesternino, back here with a guy who would never get married in some bachelor pad. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? I'm good, but I've seen Harvey's bachelor pad. I don't think that's a horrible place to get married. I mean, it's not awful. It's not, it's not the plaza, mm-hmm. Where Rachel wants to have it, but it, it's fine. Yeah. It's a nice view. Yeah, they got beers in the fridge, ready to go. Mm-hmm. I, I think the issue with Harvey's home
1: is that everyone would just walk in. Everybody has a key. To it. Right. Yeah, you can just come and go as you please. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It wouldn't be a bad spot. I don't, I don't hate the setup. Wouldn't be the worst spot. I mean, why don't they get
0: married at Robert Zane's house?
1: Robert Zane doesn't want them in his home. <laughs> you know, he, he still, he's still, we we haven't seen Robert Zane and Mike Ross talk since he went to jail. Yeah. I think Robert Zane still hates him. He I seems think like he mellowed out a little bit. The words. Yeah, to Rachel. To Rachel. But I just don't, you know, that little father-son, down, you know, interplay that they had for a little bit, or like, oh, Rachel, you and your mom, you know, Mike, it's always like this. Like, oh, Robert, mm-hmm. how do you deal with these women? You know, women, they be shopping. You know, like, they had that going on for a second, now it's gone. There is no relationship between Robert Zane and Mike yeah. Ross at all.
0: Robert Zane did want to use Harvey's toilet. He did. Well, he just you know he wanted to use it
1: specifically so he could tell Harvey like, hey, guess what I did in your house? Mm-hmm. Like, what you use the amenities?
0: Yeah. Gasp. Mm-hmm. You know, it's bro, it's a toilet. I that's mean, wait till supposed, the wedding. I mean, a lot of people are going to be using Harvey's bathroom.
1: No, no, no. See, they're they're making the push. Rachel doesn't, uh, you know, she wants to have the wedding there, but Robert Zane says, this bachelor pad that's used to impress 50-year-old women or a 50 year old man uses <laughs> to impress single women. I don't know. I can't remember the joke, but yeah, not for my daughter. No daughter of mine is going to get married in Harvey Specter's house. They're going to probably have it back at the venue that Rachel wanted. it.
0: Yeah. What is going on with the Mike and Rachel wedding? I mean, it's not the most important story in this episode, but it's like, thank God, I don't know if it's like the show felt like, Hey, like enough with the schmoopy Mike and Rachel talk. Nobody cares about uh, like watching them have, you know, schmoopy relationship stuff. Let's have them both be focused on their career careers, but like, we need to explain it in the show as like, oh, we're just too busy to get married. We just we have too much no. going on. We love each other, but we're both very busy with our storylines.
1: I think this is genius. I think that if you watch this in a real time, you're probably doing the same thing we're doing, which is what, why, why is Rachel not even a character on the show anymore? She is simply a vehicle for Mike Ross to complain and to, to cry about him whenever he's going through it. So when they start announcing that the wedding is happening It's more of Rachel being down bad for Mike Ross. He goes to jail and it's more about Rachel being like, well, when are you going to get out so we can get married? It very much just diminished her role in the show to Mike Ross's wife or fiance. And it wasn't the most entertaining storyline. So I think you run it back. You say, okay, let's step away from that for a little bit and actually give these people things to do. Even the Donna storyline, it got really kind of in the weeds on... Donna's pining for Harvey you know is there does she love him does she not love him mm-hmm. we ain't talked about Donna being in love with Harvey in almost two seasons like it has not come up at all. I think they really took some notes from the audience and said maybe we're not enjoying that maybe that's not something we want to explore right now we got a long time ahead of us we got nine seasons I don't know if th- at this point that they know they're gonna have nine seasons but using the entirety of season four to set up some type of love story with just, with Donna and Mike, I'm sorry, Donna and Harvey and then kind of like downplay it and then do the same thing with Mike and Rachel. It's like, okay, let's let's get away from all of that. We tried it. It was nice. People reacted to it. There was some positive, there was some negative, but at the end of the day, we signed up to watch these people do law.
0: Yeah. So let's let them do law. All right. And so
1: they they walked it
0: back. I appreciate it. All right. Let's talk about freaking Mike here at the start of this because this this freaking guy that he does not ever learn that he, okay, I mean, they have done, how much has Harvey done for Mike Ross? And so here, please, we're begging you, Mike, come work at PSL, do your pro bono cases. Here's millions and millions of dollars. Please just work here. Please just be my friend. Here's just one, there's just one thing. There's one case. Please sign a contract, Mike. Please just whatever you do. Chinese firewall that we need you, Mike. Please just do not work on this case. Promise us, Mike, that you won't work on this case. Whatever you do. like Fine, fine. I'll sign it. Fine. But give me more money. Give me a raise. Give me some more stuff. He can't not do it.
1: Rob his fingers were crossed they were crossed behind his back when he mm-hmm. signed it he didn't mean it you know he had his toes crossed too yeah he's, he's, he's like I didn't. he plan swore on, on his kids earth. that he was gonna take the case look he had his fingers crossed I'm telling you he said look I'm gonna bow out of this I don't I'm not gonna do it but also if I really want to do it I'm gonna do it anyway and so here we are. I do Mike what Brock I want. Going back on his word, I do what I want. Whatever. He's such mm-hmm. a yeah. He's like a little teenager. You know, like the bratty Mike is back. Mm-hmm. I don't like this, but I don't like it for Mike because it's Mike. But it's Mike doing typical Mike stuff. You know who I really hate this for? Who? Oliver.
0: Yeah.
1: Oliver, where do you get off? <laughs> Mr- you know, we
0: didn't mention it in the last episode when Mike goes to find Hol- Oliver. Somehow, Mike find- knows where he is. He's at the comic book store, and he's like, mm-hmm. oh. At the comic book store, he's like, "Yeah, okay, Mike. Yeah, I have a hobby. What's your hobby? Uh Like defrauding the little guy and then uh, lining the pockets of big corporations." He's like, "Ooh, you're Mike Ross. You like capitalism?"
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah but comic how did he? Books. Does he I, have
0: like a a tracker on him? An air tag I, on Oliver? How does he know where he is? Yeah, he's bigger. Oliver. Is, is Oliver on like, Foursquare and of, is the mayor of the comic book store?
1: Okay. Now you've seen Oliver the character. That's probably that's probably not out of line, right? Like Oliver the character is probably oh, he just in. Oh, you just checked in like, hey, at the comic
0: back, book store.
1: Back at the comic book store, we like we know mm-hmm. Oliver, you're <laughs> there every Tuesday. Um yeah, he tracks him down in that episode and, and Oliver shames him for, you know, being corporate and turning his back on what well, his word to Oliver. But here we are. Here we are. Mike Ross is telling Oliver I gave my word. I signed a document. I'm trying not to do fraud anymore. I'm trying not to break laws anymore. I'm trying to be on the up and up. I helped with a pro bono case. I gave it to you. I packaged it up nicely and told you to handle it. And now you're coming back and being like, yeah, I know. I sh- I've been giving you some 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 crap about you know fraud, not being able to trust you. You're not sticking to your word. But why don't you go about on your word again, but for me this time? And, of course, Mike says, Okay, I'll do mm-hmm. it. Don't twist my arm. We're back to square one. Mike Ross is back to doing Mike Ross things.
0: Yeah. I mean, Oliver was happy with the settlement. And Mike said, Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's that's the kind of offer they give you when you're getting close. They, they don't want you to uncover what's going on. And then Mike mm-hmm. goes to Oscar, Oscar Reyes, uh, and says, Hey, don't take this money. I'm telling you, don't take it. Uh, it like this is a whole there's a whole thing here. And like at this point, Mike's not even going to work on it. Like this was a big gamble of like, yeah, I'm I'll, Oliver, who I had zero confidence in that I was mm-hmm. going to move hell and high water to, to get my back in the bar because I didn't trust him. Like, eh, let him cook. He, he's got this. Turn down this offer. Yeah. Tell
1: the banker let, no leave deal it to Oliver. Mind you, yeah, Oliver's incompetence in the courtroom is the reason why Mike Ross became a lawyer again. The like, Literally, he's like, I cannot sit by and watch people do this job poorly. So now I have to get back in the game. But the moment it's time for you to do your thing that you signed up to do, that you broke out of jail to do, now you're like, well, you know, Oliver, you got it. Mm-hmm. And was like, okay, okay, I guess. Until Oliver needs help. And Oliver says, hey, Mike, I need you back on this one. He's like, no, I kind of promised. I pinky swore, so I mm-hmm. can't do it. And he folds again. Mike goes yeah. back on his word. If I'm Harvey, I'm like, why did I break you out of prison? You don't respect me in it shows.
0: Yeah, well, Oliver finds, he says, like a bunch of other cases. He's like, when I shook the tree, like all the apples came out. And so this is it. I found like everything. And Mike's like, I can't help you, Oliver. And Oliver's like, you're going to let some piece of paper stop you from helping? Like, yeah. I'm like, are you a lawyer? Like, yeah. Oliver like, document? Just yeah. Isn't that the a, whole point? like just a piece of paper.
1: Right. Like is that all it takes for you to give away your integrity? Is just the fact that you, you know, promised more and, and signed a contract. Like, yeah. Yeah. I thought that's why you were so mean to me at first. Is that you, you know, you knew I was fraudulent, but you thought that I had given it all up and now here I am doing fraud things. You ran back and were like, I'm a donate, to yeah. you're back on your fraud BS. And now when I'm telling you, I'm trying to do on the up and up, you're like, but
0: yeah. do it for me. I hate this so much for Mike. I hope Harvey just pummels him and beats the crap out of Mike <laughs> for this.
1: What is it about Oliver that really just speaks to Mike? Is it just that he's like a bleeding heart? Is it he yes. speaks to the, just the, the sympathy in Mike Ross, right? He's the who Oliver is who Mike Ross thinks he is. He thinks he's the underdog. He thinks he's fighting for the little guy. He thinks the odds are stacked against him. When in reality, Mike Ross has a lot of gifts that were handed to him that Oliver could just never dream of. Mm -hmm. And it's like he uses Oliver as the avatar for all the things that he wants to be doing in life. And so, yeah, letting Oliver down in this moment feels like it's letting down the core being of Mike Ross. Like That is who I am trying to be. I would love to go against the law and the system and do whatever I want. And Oliver's asking me to do that. And so now I feel like I got a pass to do it. But this is so stupid and it's disrespectful to Harvey. Harvey should at least slap him. Just a little bit. Just smack him up.
0: Oh, for at the very least. Um, But yeah. we'll see where that happens in the future episodes. But yeah, I was just like, Mike, what are you? After everything we've been through to get to this point, you're not in trouble anymore. You're back. You're a real lawyer. You're at the party. You're, you've got everything you want. Not enough. Not enough for Mike Ross. Yeah. I'm starting to question all
1: lawyers now. Do do mm-hmm. all lawyers have a moment where they're like, "Yeah, we follow the rules," but if you're an actual lawyer, you know that you there's times where you just don't. You know, mm-hmm. like is it just understood that lawyers don't be following the rules that they just sign documents and then there's a non-zero chance that this lawyer is going to go back on it? Because I've been operating as if they're all on the up and up, and Mike and Harvey are just kind of playing outside the lines a little bit, but it feels like <laughs> everybody's playing outside the lines.
0: I don't know. They have this contract and it's like, well, but your honor. I mean, yeah, I had I mean, to. I had, I had to. What,
1: what about the princess? Yeah, I know what know? the
0: contract says, but I couldn't just sit there while like innocent people died. I mean, look at Oliver. Look at his face. Could you say no to this face? Mm-hmm. Look at <laughs> the
1: little face. Look at the, look at the face. You're going to say no to Oliver. I could not say no to this Yeah, Where's baby. Marissa? No. She can't help him. Right. Marissa's like, I'm taking care of my
0: dad. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm not on not vacation. Yeah. Right. I got this time off. Look at the calendar.
1: Allow her to do her things. Yeah. Oliver, this is on you. You know, uh, I get that you didn't have a lot of help, but Mike, you should have just let things go. Oliver begged you to take the first deal. Yeah. um, And you didn't. And uh, now here you are. All right, you you just thought you could save the world. Maybe sometimes enough is enough.
0: And some other crazy stuff is going on here because all right, in this episode we find out that Bratt and Gold, uh, where Alex Williams came from, that they they're they're gonna be trying to steal all. Of the PSL clients that they have. Who knew they even had clients? Uh, but Bratton Gould is gonna steal them all. They're mad. They must be mad because of Alex Williams leaving. They stole Alex Williams, so this is gonna be payback. And so uh, we see earlier in the episode that Harvey goes to go meet with Jessica and she's like, boy, Harvey, you're flying in to Chicago. So uh, you haven't flown into Chicago this much since Michael was still playing. Now, Chappelle,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Jordan's last year on the Bulls was what? Uh,
1: I don't know. Ninety
0: eight. Uh,
1: Let me see. I don't want to lie to you. Uh, cause I feel like it was 90. Yeah. The 98. Yeah. 98 was his last, yeah. his last game. Was it
0: the yeah, 98, 99 season? No, I want to say 97, 98. I okay. All right. So are you telling me like in all these flashbacks and everything, you know, I don't know if we've ever flashback that far, but Harvey Specter was flying in and out of uh Chicago in 1998. Like, I, I how guess, old is Harvey? How, 70. <laughs>
1: Easily. You know, at this point, how? no, seriously, how old is this guy? <laughs>
0: um,
1: He's done it all. You know, Harvey's just like, oh, yeah, he used to fly in and out. Maybe, I mean,
0: yeah, he, so people in like the, what they year, like. Okay, they like what they like, but just, just roll with me here. So the, the year is 2017. That okay. okay, and okay, it's Harvey forty <laughs> in twenty
1: seventeen. Yeah, um,
0: is he forty 45.
1: forty five. Let's do forty five.
0: Okay, so if he's forty five. So then that would make him then in, you know, 20 years earlier, like 24, 25. So at the same time that Jessica was like footing the bill for him to be going to Harvard, he was also flying in and out of Chicago to go watch Jordan play.
1: He had extra money. Jessica was footing the bill. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm looking on random websites trying to, you know, find out. And uh, Chat GPT. Yes. Says, Harvey Specter is a fictional character from the TV show Suits. Yes. He was born on January 22nd, 1972, which will make him 51 years old as of February 25th, 2023. So currently, he is 51
0: yeah. years old. Okay. So, so and, and this is like what, like six, seven years ago that this happened?
1: Yeah, this is twenty seven. years. Yeah, so we're, so we're about right.
0: So I got the impression yeah. that he became friendly with Michael Jordan after his playing days. I didn't think that he was like a Bulls fan that was traveling to Chicago to go see him all the time during his playing career.
1: Bulls mania was a thing. Uh, I guess was a Bulls mania was a, a thing,
0: but you know. It was a thing, you know, people were going to the games. People wanted to be like Mike. I just got the impression that Harvey's backstory was that he was like uh, not really coming from money and uh, was kind of like a broke college student. And Jessica, you know, out of like she saw something in him and was going to like be a patron of his and like pay his way through college.
1: Yeah, but he's also a gambler. So mm-hmm. Harvey was out here risking it all. The, mm-hmm. the little money that he had it made, that he was making in these clandestine boss, boxing matches in people's backyards. <laughs> he was gambling it, um, putting up markets for auction and stuff like that so that he can <laughs> so that he can make his trips back and forth to Chicago to see the Bulls and then finally. Well, there's run.
0: a throwaway line, but it's like, what? Uh but no, anyway. It makes it. Yeah. Yeah. But at least we know how old he is now. I mean, like late late mid mid to late 40s for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So Harvey that he's meeting with Jesse, Jessica asking for her advice. You know, he, he can't just like call her on the phone. They have to go. He has to fly in to go for lunch. Um, but that being said, so he's telling her about everything that's going on back at uh, PSL. Lewis is being Lewis. She says, like, hey, you got to throw him some, you know, you want to make Lewis happy? Like uh, throw him a big piece of business.
1: Well, the thing is, everybody is mad at Harvey and Harvey is not. Used to everybody being mad at him. Like people be this, they like they dislike Harvey, but generally they respect him. But now that he's in a leadership role, a lot of the stuff is starting to go, okay. Well, if I can't blame this person, I have to blame Harvey. So we know Lewis is seething at the end of last episode because of the Harvey and Alex relationship. We know Mike is mad because Harvey has made him sign away this uh pro bono case that he really felt strong about doing it and he did it for Alex. So Mm -hmm. that kind of you know pissed off Mike a little bit. And then, of course, Donna is out here trying to make a way, but she has a seat at the table, but she doesn't feel like she has a voice. She's upset with Harvey, depending on the moment. And so Harvey's just looking like, bro, what what can I do right? So he goes to Jessica and is like, so now all of a sudden, since I'm hiring people people don't want and giving Donna promotions that people don't want her to have and making deals with Mike and asking them to come back on that, now everybody's piling on on me and what should I do? And Jessica says you have to give everybody something to work on to distract them. So find a big piece of business like, you know, like Jessica would do for Lewis and say, "Lewis, this is your assignment. Take care of it and really focus on that." And so that's what his goal is in this episode is like, "Let me find something to distract these people because they're all mad at me when we should all, really all be working together as a unit to do other stuff." And so when the poaching starts, um, you know, now that these clients are trying to leave to go back to that other uh, law firm, that's when the team can kind of get together and say, okay, let's stop worrying about how much we're mad at Harvey and really start focusing on trying to keep the gang together and saving these clients from leaving us.
0: Yeah. Well, they have enough intel to know who to go after and so that there's a thought of like there must be a mole in the building and we need to root it out. Who could it have been? Who could? Who knows all of our weaknesses? It must have been that B-word Stephanie who we fired. She knew everything. She has an axe to grind with us. It must have been her. Yeah, well, at least that's what Donna thinks, because Donna thinks everything's her
1: fault, too. You know, so Donna's now in this very insecure part of her career where she's in a role that she's not really qualified to do. like like, Not by any, like, you know, um, standard qualification, I guess I'd say. I think that Donna is more than qualified and experienced, but she is somebody who just popped up as legal secretary to become the chief operating officer here at the um, at the uh, the firm. And so she's made her big move. She fired Stephanie and she didn't consult anybody. She just did it. Lewis is not happy about that. And so uh, Donna starts to question the move altogether. And then when she's looking at who could potentially be a mole, she thinks, well, it had to be the person I just threw out of here. And maybe she went over there and just started giving the secrets away because she did. She went over to that law firm. And so Donna's like, all right, I need somebody to go reel her back in. And I need it to be Rachel because Rachel does need to start being over the associates, but also Stephanie does not want to talk to me because I, I was kind of mean to Stephanie. And mm-hmm. so if you could go back to her and uh, maybe talk her down, Rachel, then maybe she'll, you know, call off her dogs and we and we can move forward without the clients leaving.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, ultimately, uh, Stephanie's like, it wasn't me.
1: It wasn't me. No, like, wasn't I believe me. her. And also and also, it's, it's offensive that you think it's me. You know, like you fired me, and now you're coming at me to either offer me a job. After back-
0: I didn't even go to HR about that Lewis Litt said that nobody would ever try to intentionally uh, impregnate me. And, right. and, and you, you fired me like- a for- yeah. after you recruited me. <laughs> like, I have a mm-hmm. wrongful termination case right. against you. And I didn't even do that. And now you're accusing me.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what's going on here. She's like, y'all have some nerve. Y'all really have some nerve coming at me like this. So Don, so uh, Rachel has to call Don and say, hey, yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure this ain't her. Like, mm-hmm. I've done it all. I've threatened
1: yeah. her. I've tried to give her a job. She ain't budget, It wasn't her. So they still haven't figured out who the mole is.
0: And we don't find out who the mole is until the end of the episode, Chappelle. When we find out that the mole was freaking Jessica. What the hell? Mm-hmm. What, was, what is this? Here.
1: What is she's this? She's playing chess. Rook to bishop four, man. She's I, out here
0: playing chess. She's like, Harvey, I had to. Yes, you see. I had to do it. It was beautiful.
1: It, it was for your own good, Harvey. You said you needed. You needed these people to, to take their mind off of how much they were mad at you. And so when this other uh law firm called me, they were like, Jessica, so you, law- you left uh, PSL? What's going on over there? And so I just kind of let it slip. that Yeah, I left and I wasn't happy. And now I know Harvey and Lewis are going to be at each other's throats. And they took it and ran with it. But Harvey, you figured it out. You got it. You got everybody situated. You worked it out. And now the team's a lot stronger. So yeah. I threw you a little, a little bone. I threw you something to fight against, but it worked. That was the whole point. It's the same thing as that. What I was talking about with Lewis. We were going to give something. Lewis big business to chase after to kind of take his mind off of the fact that he was very angry. Mm-hmm. This is the same exact concept. I needed y'all to focus on a common enemy, and here y'all did. I won. Look at me, Jessica. Do we give Jessica the
0: litty? No, no. Who needs a friend I'm, like this? That this is she not a friend. This is She's chaotic. A boss.
1: It, it needed to happen. Did it work or not? Let's look at the results. Okay, I, I, that's what I'm saying. The silence is deafening. <laughs> she did She did what needed to be done. She really did. She packed them up. And mm-hmm. Harvey couldn't even be mad. He's like, Jessica, how could you? And she's like, because I needed to. He's like, yeah, you're right. You did need to. Thanks. But also, don't ever do that again. So, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Yeah, trial by fire. Harvey needed to learn this lesson. You, you feel like even, this even, was the right call? Yeah, of course. I mean, look, look, I mean, think about it. The episode starts with Lewis and Donna fighting in front of the associates about a woman who got fired the, the, the day before Lewis fighting with know. Donna about the woman that he yelled at and said was basically never going to have kids. Cause no one wanted to have sex with her. Louis, this is the same woman that Lewis was insulting. And now he's fighting with Donna in front of everybody about it. Mm-hmm. Donna and Rachel were just fighting the day before. Yeah. And that was and really like, like so rude. Concern. Like,
0: uh, like, uh, <laughs> like Stephanie would not be able to uh, find a suitor.
1: Yeah, he's just like yeah. If anybody actually tried to have a baby with you, you would understand. It's like whoa, but these these conversations are happening in front of the associates. They needed an outside enemy because the enemy for them have all been amongst themselves. They just, the girls have been fighting each other, mm-hmm. and so yeah. Jessica said, "All right, you want help? Yeah, I'm gonna give you help." And she did, and it was a little it was a little threat. They they handled it. Harvey, you can do this. She was like, "This is nothing. It's a softball. Yeah. You got it."
0: yeah all right, well, the people over yeah, at Bratton gold uh was this Bratton that we were dealing with uh directly himself? was it, was it Bradner Gould was yeah. this Bratton this is Thomas <laughs> Bratton and uh he's like, harvey, I'm gonna uh, hey, I'm gonna take all your clients like I don't care about Alex. I care about the thirty million dollars in billings and I want that back and I'm gonna take all your clients We're five times bigger than you and there's nothing you could do about it.
1: Yeah, but Alex has uh, some dirt on uh, on Tommy Braddon. He says, um, "Yeah, I could end this, Harvey, but like the dirt that I have on him, he yeah. also has on." So but this
0: know. is you know the kind of like <laughs> like classic suits where it's like there's something. It's so terrible. But I can't even tell you what it is. It's just
1: did we. Did we ever find out what the last terrible thing was? Do you remember what that was? (laughs) No,
0: no, we never did. The thing that, uh, what was his name? The other partner that was in season, season five. Yeah, that
1: one guy. He sucked. Yeah, that guy.
0: Yeah, that. Um, Oh, Daniel Hardman was blackmailing him, and it was so bad. And he showed it to Jessica. I was like, wow, that is pretty bad. Uh, and then (laughs) we never found out what it was. And this is the same sort of thing where there's something between. Alex Williams and Thomas Bratton and it's so bad and it implicates both of them and then uh, that Alex Williams is going to like sign something that says no it was just him
1: yeah but you know just because you signed something yeah you're gonna let a little piece of paper
0: a little piece of paper is that that piece of paper
1: your daddy yeah (laughs) Yeah, pretty much what this was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he signs away. Is that away. your
0: dad, paper?
1: Yeah, you love paper that much. You want to marry it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Alex signs away the rights to this whatever this this dirt he has on this guy Tommy Tommy Braden. He says, "All right, I'm signing here that I am the lone owner of this mess, and so if it falls apart, it falls on me. But also, Tommy, you have to give up any claim to coming after our um our mm-hmm. clients." Oh, like over the next 10 years or something like yeah. that. So I don't want to see your face around these parts of yeah. you ever again. Jack Soloff
0: was uh the part Jack Soloff.
1: <laughs> yes. I was never gonna get it. I'm ne- I'm telling you, never gonna get it.
0: hmm yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jack Soloff. There was some dirt on him. Maybe uh was he involved with this? Is he implicated? Ooh, can we mm-hmm. can we I mean, yeah, where is Jack He Soloff? went to go work for Robert Zane, I thought. Still, yeah, he's and, doing it? I, and speaking of Robert Zane, okay, uh, we saw quite a bit of Robert Zane. You know, when they have him for the episode, they get the most out of him. And so they are dealing with, you know, Robert Zane. He is looking over uh, Harvey's apartment. And then also, uh, Robert Zane has uh, some stuff going on. That Harvey goes to Robert Zane and wants to propose, like, an alliance? Like, or looking like they're going to merge with Robert Zane? Robert Zane's like It's a bluff Yeah Why would I do that
1: Yeah He's like look Robert Zane has offered To merge with y'all For real In in real life He said Jessica I'm trying to throw Your life vest Jessica's like nope I'm good My name has been On the wall before I can't take it down I need to be first Or I'm nothing And so He says cool Then when Harvey And Lewis take over He goes to them Hey My daughter's working For y'all I don't know why But if I merge With y'all It could be good for you I'm trying to throw Mm -hmm. You a bone They're like no no, we are not giving this up. We love PSL so much, it'll never happen. He's so, okay. Now, here they come, crawling back. But they don't say, hey, Robert Zane, let's merge. I mean, he wouldn't take it anyway, but he definitely's like, what? Merge? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, let's fake merge. Let's just tell people that we're going to merge. And then they'll know that we're strong and people will not attack our clients um, because they're going to say, oh, you're in bed with Robert Zane. Now, you know, you got the firepower to fight these people off. But Robert says like no, because that's gonna make me look bad. Because you, we're gonna fake merge, and then when we don't merge, we're gonna be a mergatory yeah, or what something. What is this? Like, Survivor what are you Thailand? About? Yeah. Exactly. Or even worse, uh, the the new era. You know, like what if <laughs> what if it is what is it mergatory? You know, or what if we just sit here pretending that we're merged and that we're not,
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: it's gonna make me look bad because I'm not gonna make the merge, mm-hmm. and then I'm like I'm not dateable. Don't let you know, Danny McRae
0: hear about this.
1: Right, he's gonna shut it down, and so. um, Robert Zane's like there's no benefit in me doing this anymore I tried to
0: help y'all but this doesn't work yeah although at the end of the episode was this mm-hmm. at all manipulative on Rachel's part where she's like daddy like I heard about the rumors about the you know potentially the the, you know pretending to merge with you and it's just like I got a little excited about the thought of you know working with my dad he's like yeah, alright get mode. get Harvey on the phone I, 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 right. Let me let me think about this one more time
1: well, yeah, he just melts because that's all he ever wanted. He wants Rachel to come work with him. But Rachel wants to hear that he's proud of her. That's her thing. She's like, You it just never felt like you were really proud of me. I always felt like you thought I could do better, or that you know, because I would I hadn't become a lawyer, I couldn't pass the um the LSAT or whatever, that I just wasn't up to snuff. And so now she's like, Well. I made it, and I heard what you said to Katrina about, you know, me being, you know, you wanted me to come work for you, and that made my heart smile. So, Robert Zane is very much on the same page as Rachel here, but I wonder if he's going to go and, you know, float the eye of a real merge out again. Okay. Mm-hmm. My baby girl said she might be interested might. in working with me. Yeah. Maybe
0: Maybe I'll throw it back out there and see what y'all see if y'all like it. And Rachel also tells Robert Zane, "Okay, we're back to we're going to get married at the plaza, but not for a while. I wonder if they were kicking this around as like series finale, Mike and Rachel wedding at the plaza.
1: Yeah,
0: they're like, "Okay, season seven might be too early. It's like uh, maybe at some point, not too soon, but down the road, we're getting married. Big wedding at the plaza.
1: I do think this was strategic. I think that, like you said, it got very smoopy. It got very boring when it came to Rachel's participation in the show. And now it's like, okay, for the people who are really invest- invested in the Rachel and Mike relationship, they still gonna get married. Nobody worry. We got it. It's coming. Just give us some time. Give us some time. We're gonna flesh some other stuff out and then we'll make it happen. We got to come up with some more drama. We got to let them get there their establish in their, establishing their careers a little bit more and then we'll get married. I mean, what's the rush, right? No that, rush. That'd be fine. It's fine. There's no rush.
0: Chappelle, what about the Liddy for this episode? I know you said Jessica. Were you serious? Almost. I mean, I'm I'm not I
1: could be swayed, but I mean, who made a better like I mean Alex, maybe? You know? Hmm. Like,
0: I don't know. I gotta I, know what do you get first. It uh what not well, Mike? Alex not sacrificed Mike.
1: himself. Yeah, no, no, not Mike. Mike goes out back on his word, mm-hmm. breaks the law, all this other stuff. But Alex is the one who sacrificed himself. He goes to Tommy, Tommy uh Braddon and he says, Hey. If you don't take this deal, I'm gonna take us both down. Mm-hmm. And Harvey later on tells Alex that's why he's such a good friend, because Alex instead would uh, would rather go down with the ship, whereas Tommy Braddon is gonna throw you off the boat, you know? And so uh, it was a big move. His big move is what saves the day, even though having that dirt on him is not great. Um, but he's the one who makes the play, you know. So I think if it's not Jessica, maybe Alex is next in line. I mean, what did anybody else do?
0: Um not Harvey, right?
1: Ah, uh, Harvey does win the day, but he let he let Jess, Jessica pack him up from across the world. You mm-hmm. know? She's not even in the same city as you, and she's like pulling strings, yeah. up and mastering your own demi- your demise here. It's fine, it's fine. From what about Rachel? Five, Joey.
0: Hmm. What did Rachel do? I mean, I think that if it wasn't for Rachel being a lawyer at PSL, like I'm pretty sure Robert Zane would have just like uh, completely like been one of the people helping to cannibalize PSL at this point.
1: Yeah. So so Rachel being alive,
0: (laughs) stringing her dad along. Uh, along. She went, she's like not forcing like the wedding issue. She's being, you know, pretty uh, like uh, chill about that. And maybe not necessarily rushing to get, you know, back uh completely tied to mike
1: i feel like you're grasping at straws here it's like yeah she's chilling
0: (laughs) uh you really want to give it to jessica
1: i do she's the only reason why they get through this one in one piece well
0: david schwartz writes in to say uh does it make sense that jessica was behind the attack on the firm it seems like a stretch Yeah, I mean, she wasn't behind the
1: attack. So the attack came, she just prodded it a little bit. She said they were coming after y'all anyway. That's why they called me. But instead of, you know, fighting them off for you, I just gave them a little nudge in the right direction so that you could have a villain because you needed somebody to fight against because right now, Harvey, you're the villain. And so now your team has been galvanized against this outside outside entity. And Mm -hmm. it worked. They got together, I mean... Prior to this episode, I thought Lewis was in danger. Like, I the way he was acting at the end of the last episode, Harvey, I'm not a piece of shit like you think I am. I hate your dad. Like, what? What are you? What? That's your therapist on the phone. What are you doing? You know, in this episode, he was still Lewis, but at least he wasn't like that. So, I think she saved his life.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I a rare we talked about it in the last episode that that is gonna be tough for jessica but she pie she adds on another one even though she's uh not a series regular here and you mean to say she's
1: gone
0: yeah she's gone but she's, she's gone but she's still winning Liddy's. <laughs> <ladies. laughs> okay all right chappelle what else from uh, season seven episode four
1: um I mean, nothing really stood out to me. Is just like something crazy that we had to talk about. I mean, aside from the obvious, Mike Ross still doing fraud. I can't back believe on his it. BS. I really, I,
0: I it, can't believe it. The guy can't go a, a week without being a lunatic, right? This should have been so easy. Like, how do you do Like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Uh, I gave you, all all you a, one this rule. Point. This is the mm-hmm. Garden of Eden. Don't touch that yeah. one apple. And the guy, he's don't an they, apple biter.
1: Yeah, he loves the apple. Are you, you, look, you didn't have to eat the apple, but you wanted to eat the apple. Mm-hmm. So romantic. You know, you know um, I think that Mike could have walked his back so easily. All he has to do is go to Mr. Reyes and say, hey, I don't have the capacity to fight like I thought I was going to fight, but look at all the money you're going to get. And Reyes goes, "You're right. <laughs> Let me take care of my kids. You know, I have other kids. Mm-hmm. My, yes, one of my kids died, but you know, I still got a couple more to, to to feed and to put through college. Thank you for trying to fight the good fight, but you win some, you lose some, but at least we got the yeah. settlement.
0: Do you even now, know what's going like, on at the jail? Do you even are you even following like what they uncovered?" What
1: do you mean? Oh, at the j- So, so basically the 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 prison is cutting costs in so many ways. So they don't have enough personnel, but they also don't really have medical supplies either. So there's an infirmary, and they're not stocking it with anybody or mm-hmm. with anything. So these people, there are multiple claims of these deaths because this, the 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 prison is not actually trying to, to save anyone's life. They're just, they're like dying, like, oopsie, because they would t- it would cost money. So they're really just out here just just hoarding the money from the actual things that are supposed to save these prisoners in these moments. And then they could even start orchestrating those deaths. You know, if you got in a prison fight and died because we didn't have the personnel to save you and we didn't have the materials to save you. So who's to say that the the the, the guards aren't, you know, yeah. going out here bullying you and picking on you and, trying to, and poking you up?
0: And, well, and this is totally... Out of my like knowledge base about like i thought the prison makes more money the more people that are in the prison this is sort of implying that they're making like more money for having they want people to die because they make more money if they have less people in the prison
1: i think that it's more like we want as many people in the prison as as we can get but if you die you die Mm -hmm. and i'm okay with that like we're not going to save your life That's what it really comes down to. It's like if you go to a hospital and the hospital is like, we kind of need the bed. Mm -hmm. So we just let you die, you know, as opposed to actually trying to offer care. It's very much like that. Like, do we keep in an infirmary and spend money to keep you alive? Or do we just, you know, let the dice roll and see what happens and then roll in the next person, the next warm body that we can put in here. And so I think that's more of what's going on.
0: All right. Chappelle, anything else from uh, this episode before we uh, move into tomorrow's Season 7, Episode 5? By the way, this is the 96th episode overall of Suits. What are we going to do for Episode 100? We're probably just you a plan. talk about it. Like, I don't know. Uh oh, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Do you, you have something in mind for a big uh, Season or uh, Episode 100 party?
1: No, I just—I mean—I felt like it's our anniversary or something. We we're supposed to celebrate it. I know you mm-hmm. didn't care.
0: Yeah, I mean, I care. I don't know. Um, I, I think that it's just—it's—it's uh, it's the our one hundredth episode, but it's just our one hundredth episode. Like, uh, we're, I'm like, being gassed now. Yeah, we should be like planning. What are we doing for the finale?
1: What are we doing for the finale? Uh, look, I've brought this up before. Mm-hmm. We have a friend of the podcast who probably has not listened to one episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the creator of this show, Aaron Korsh. Maybe yeah. we can start working on getting the yeah, ball rolling on getting him on. Yeah,
0: Or right. the finale. All right. Well, let's maybe let's let's reach out and tell him we are at 100 episodes of our Suits daily rewatch.
1: That's what we'll do when we he get to 100. He might be too busy not,
0: working on Suits
1: 2.0. Okay, but he needs to rope us in on things so that way we can cover the the rollout. You know, the red carpet, mm-hmm. the royal wedding. Yeah. You know, like we can we can start doing yeah. real journalists. We're we the official
0: this. Suits podcast.
1: We really are. So he needs to start treating of, us like yeah. that. Of, of record. Of record. Of record. Yeah. yeah. But he needs to treat us like it. So yeah, I think we start reaching out at a hundred and say, Hey, we're got thirty nine, yeah. thirty-four episodes left. What you gonna do for us? You're gonna come on, you're gonna send us Megan Marco. What you gonna do? You gotta <laughs> throw us something. Throw yeah. us something. We got we leave it here with
0: something. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk to Benjamin.
1: Yeah, we'll talk to <laughs> put yeah. Ben on the phone. Yeah, yeah let's talk to him I mean Chop it up. do you have any, any of those
0: Donna's it. laying around right. we'll, we'll interview that will we ever interview the Daniel Hardman
1: you mm-hmm. would love, to talk to, I would love to
0: talk to Daniel Hardman yeah
1: yeah that would be fun yeah okay
0: yeah. Okay. there you go all right Chappelle where can people keep up with you
1: on Twitter at Chappelle underscore show all
0: right I'm at Rob Sestrino thank you so much for joining us take care everybody have a good one bye